of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Welcome to the Active Worship Podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Thank you for joining me today. We are in the Psalm Project, approaching the end of it. Yes, we are getting there. After today, there will be 14 more Psalms and we will be finished. We are here today in Psalm 136. Some of this might be familiar to you because several settings of music have been uh, have been utilized <clears throat> in corporate worship that use this song. Um, there are many, there's sort of this refrain that recurs throughout the psalm that says, His love endures forever. Uh, you might know the Chris Tomlin song. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. You may know that song. Um, that's one of them that has utilized this psalm and this idea um, this song is an antiphonal liturgy, and an antiphon is a call and response that's very common in music. Uh, it's an antiphonal liturgy with the memorable refrain, His steadfast love endures forever. And so a priest or a soloist would chant the first part of the verse, and the congregation would respond with the refrain. And so performance of this liturgy must have been powerful and moving as the priest added example after example after example to God's praise. <clears throat> Let's take a look here at Psalm 136, 26 verses. I am going to read it. Here we go. Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who alone does grant wonders, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who by understanding made the heavens, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who spread out the earth above the waters, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who made the great lights, for his steadfast love endures forever. The sun to rule over day, for his steadfast love endures forever. The moon and stars to rule over the night, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, for his steadfast love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them, for his steadfast love endures forever. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea in two, for his steadfast love endures forever. And made Israel pass through the midst of it, for his steadfast love endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who struck down great kings, for his steadfast love endures forever. And killed mighty kings, for his steadfast love endures forever. 
Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his steadfast love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, for his steadfast love endures forever. And gave their land as a heritage, for his steadfast love endures forever. A heritage to Israel, his servant, for his steadfast love endures forever. It is he who remembered us in our low estate, for his steadfast love endures forever, and rescued us from our foes, for his steadfast love endures forever. He who gives food to all flesh, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven, for his steadfast love endures forever. So you could probably get the idea, the picture of, uh, in a worship context, someone uh, reciting these reasons to worship and praise the Lord and the congregation responding with his steadfast love endures forever in an antiphonal manner. And then the leader just continues to build and gives reason after reason. You can imagine how powerful that would be. I wish I could just go back to ancient Israel and see how this particular psalm was utilized. So all 26 verses end with his steadfast love endures forever. God's mercy is his devotion to his people, to whom he is freely bound by the pledge of his own grace in his covenant. He has made a covenant with us, with his people, and he is bound to that covenant and will stay faithful and true to his people. In verse 5, it says, To him by understanding, made the heavens. God's wisdom is often associated with the creation. So that's what's going on here. The heavens. This section meditates on God's creation as described in Genesis 1. And then we see these names later in the psalm in verses 19 and 20 that we saw in the previous psalm. Sihon and Og. These were opposers of Israel during their wandering in the wilderness. Verse 23. It is he who remembered us in our low estate. Keep in mind, I've talked about remembrance. It's not as though God forgets. But what this is saying is it is God who not just remembered, but acted in his power to deliver us. And so the psalm becomes personal here. Applying God's salvation to the present. God continues to work as he has worked in the past to save his people from distress. Verse 24, rescued us from our foes. And so the enemies here are not specified, uh, permitting the easy application of this psalm to all generations. Any Christian, any believer in Christ can read this psalm and realize, you know what, this applies to me. It's broad, but also 100% true and accurate about not just God's people, but our own individual lives. Um, So I have set it to where this refrain appears throughout the psalm. I went ahead and used every one of them. His love endures forever and used that in the musical setting. So here is the setting of Psalm 136. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones.
Love endures. 